pills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands All right, and welcome back to yet another edition of Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills podcast from the Buffalo Bills backers here in Chicago, Illinois, and it's becoming almost routine, almost boring talking about a Buffalo Bills win, but that's what we got last week in Toronto against the Washington Redskins. I'm Lars. Joining me as always tonight, Billy the Kid Nichols is here. What's shaking, bacon? Uh, and of course, uh, no Jeff. He's up in Evanston doing a whole business school thing, uh, but uh, still perusing the Express catalog that I got out to show my gorgeous uh, or to show off my gorgeous fraternity brother, Garrett Neff, who currently graces uh, the most recent Express catalog. Well, he's a good-looking model, isn't he? He's great-looking. Uh, but she's uh, enthralled in everything Garrett Neff right now. The lovely Miss Cassie Ozark is here tonight. Hello, and happy November to you all. It has been a happy November so far. We, um, I've been saying for a couple weeks now that I think that this month will really be... Uh, what will determine the fate of this Buffalo Bills team. We got another win, like I said, in Toronto. We've got a huge division game coming up against the Jets. We'll talk all about that. Uh, Bills and Beers is the podcast. Find us at BillsandBeers.com. That'll take you right to our Facebook page. That's the easiest way to be in touch. You can also tweet us at Bills and Beers or send us an email at BillsandBeers.gmail.com. Because we wouldn't have that Facebook account and we wouldn't have that Twitter account if we didn't have a Gmail account. <laughs> so, Jets coming up. Cassie, I gotta get you a beverage. I asked you if you wanted one and then never got one for you. I'd like uh, the hard stuff, please. Oh, you got it, darling. Uh, and the national game this week as well. So, all of us out of towners who have to enjoy the game from a bar can now sit back and be cozy on a couch among friends, which is what we're planning to do at Cassie's Pad. Um, we got the Jets coming up, and it's sure to be a good one. Go Bills. So a lot of people were really frustrated with the pass rush or lack thereof that the Bills defense had showcased pre-bye week. Uh, but I think most of those critics were all but silenced on Sunday as we racked up not nine, but ten sacks. That's right, we had such a dominating pass rushing performance that we were still getting sacks on John Beck up through today, Wednesday, three days after the game. Uh, but man, it was great to see the Bills go out and dominate a team that they were better than. This wasn't a play down to your opponent, this wasn't a... Uh, you know, jump out to an early lead and let them come back. We just crushed them from first quarter through the fourth quarter and never let up. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's about time that we see that for a team that we're supposed to supposed to beat. You know, just put them put put them in the ground. And, you know, put that put that nail into the coffin. Never never uh, let go and ne- never you know lift that uh, you know the your your foot from the pedal. Just keep on going going going. Um, the one thing I would I would warn everybody is not obviously not expect ten sacks, um, right. you know, yeah. a game. So it's one of those you know laws of contrast or whatever. I mean, we're gonna end up if we get one sack, and we should still be happy with that, right? Um, as long as we're getting some other pressure. But uh, it worries me a little bit that there's gonna be some complaints if we don't continue to put right. up, um, you know, a huge pass rush. So, uh, but it was fantastic to watch. It was it was I mean. 
how great was it just to sit there during that fourth quarter? And I mean, just just be, talking, out. Yeah, be talking to each other, right? Oh, yeah. hey, you know, what's got what's going on this week? Anything anything good coming up? Yeah. Oh, first down, Freddie. Nice job, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say it was nice to see, you know, George Edwards on the sidelines cheering and, you know, hugging the guys and high fives and things like that. And just to see the defense, you know, finally put one up for them, for the team. You know, when the, uh, when, was it, Fitzy threw a, a pick? Or we had threw, a fumble, or well, he well two, yeah, yes. Yeah, we had oh, two yeah. turnovers. He, he but... fumbled a snap, and he threw a pick in the red zone, which, by the way, was the first time that we have not yeah. yet scored in the red zone. Uh, excuse me, first time that we didn't score in the red zone this season. Up until then, we had a hundred percent with something like seventy-five percent touchdown percentage, which is just sick. I mean, that's I mean, that was a streak that was bound to end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he did throw that interception was, to London Fletcher. It was the uh, fumble recovery where the defense came on the field and then we blocked the field goal. Right. Um, that was great to see our defense pick up our offense for once. Yep. And say, hey guys, you might have screwed up, but we got your back here. So well, those are those nice are the first two sacks of the game. Yeah. Uh, the first one was more of a coverage sack uh, by Moats, I believe it was. I mm-hmm. can't remember. And then uh, the other one was Jarris Bird coming off the corner untouched. That was awesome. Yeah. Right into the back <laughs> of John Beck. Uh, uh, by the way, if that was on Brady, they would have called a penalty, I'm sure, <laughs> like, you know, blow to the head or something. Yeah. Well, we've got Ed Hockley's crew this weekend. I don't know if you guys saw that, so. I'm not sure what I think of Ed. I mean, I, I mean clearly I enjoy seeing Ed Hockley out there, but as far as his bias is concerned, I'm not sure. As long as it's not field judge 114 ever again. <laughs> I think that was his number. Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the oh. guy who called the, the oh. incomplete pass on Stevie. Oh. <laughs> Which I, I'm with you. I think that cost us the game and ultimately cost us a win. But, uh, you know, this Redskins game, you know, what else can you say? Uh, move Darius inside. I don't know if it was that. I, I, you know, it was a combination of us playing well, them playing poorly. People have pointed to the injuries. We've got just as many injuries on our mm-hmm. squad right now. Mm-hmm. And we're at the point of the season right now where uh, we don't have an egregious number uh, unless we're facing a team that has had like 15 IR players, like some of the Bills teams of yore, <laughs> it's really not a talking point. I mean, it's unless you're out, of course, like your best, your your number one quarterback, yeah. or somebody like that. Like you're gonna have to deal with injuries, and the way that we dealt with the injuries to left tackle, moving Levitri over and moving Chad Reinhardt to left tackle or excuse me, left guard. You know, obviously we've got the depth that maybe we didn't think we had, knock on wood, on the offensive line. And, you know, it was, it was just a great team effort. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that the, with the NFL, injuries are going to happen to every team. I mean, the Packers last year won the Super Bowl, and what, they were they started a different person every game in a, in a position? I mean, they had like 30 new starting players throughout the entire season and stuff like that. So I think that... Injuries are something that are going to happen in football. It's the teams that deal with them the best. And I think, like what you're saying with the offensive line, the, the Bills are just figuring out a way to deal with them. Well, we're getting we're getting healthier too, which is great. Right? I mean, no major were there any major major injuries from no, this past game. We had no, any. no, that's good. Um, so, you know, Hairston obviously, uh, you know, back practicing in a limited role. It sounds like uh, um, Williams the same and Jones, Jones the same. Yep. So all all good things, and whether we not whether or not whether or not we see them this week or or the following week, at least we know there's a, a timetable that's that's uh, sooner rather than later for those guys. Well, I think one of the most illustrating moments of the way that we've been able to overcome injuries happened during this game, when we said something along the lines of, 
Do you remember that guy who's on our team who's really good named Roscoe Parrish? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine how dynamic this offense would be if he wasn't on the shelf right now? <laughs> what about Marcus Easley? <clears throat> oh, right? yeah, but Marcus I mean, Easley is, is unproven. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the way <laughs> Roscoe was playing last year and the way that we've been able to generate yards and points in our passing game... I How mean, would you possibly cover? I mean, he would be—he would be like that Wes Welker. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like you're going to cover all the other guys, and you know Roscoe's going to come running clean. You cover Roscoe, one of the other guys. I mean, but did, we forgot about him. Yeah. I mean, before we would be saying like, well, if we only had Roscoe Parrish back, like, oh, that injury to Roscoe Parrish killed us. No, not so much. Yeah. And we're but we're not talking about Donald Jones either. You know, what I mean, we're not saying, oh, we wished. Like, Dame, yeah, name and, 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 and Donald Jones. I, I hate to say this, guys, but he, in my opinion, has been a disappointment. Just, I know he's had some big passes he's caught in the second half, but his first half performance in the games he's been playing, I just think has been abysmal. He I would, ag- I would agree that he, he's got, he's got to develop a little bit of that swagger. But the guy is an athletic freak, and I think that. Fitz does a good job, as we've mentioned before, of rising or, excuse me, raising the confidence of his wide receivers. Uh, and I think that Donald Jones just isn't there yet. You know, he doesn't have the personality of a guy like Stevie Johnson. And um, he doesn't come from a championship pedigree like a guy like David Nelson, uh, you know, who got at least one national championship at Florida. So Donald Jones really hasn't been the cream of the crop for a while. He played at Youngstown State, so you know, he, he probably did well there, obviously well enough. But... I am i wouldn't give up on him just yet. Guys. Okay, okay. Lars, I'll you, give him another chance. Are you? Were you the one who was talking about uh, David Nelson? You, like, you have a friend that went to the University of Florida or something. You asked him about David, Nel- or David Nelson. I was talking to him about the Buccaneers, okay. uh, and then uh, he said something about Nelson. And he's like, how do you like that David Nelson? And I was like, boy, for somebody who's not a Bills fan, that's a hell of a deep cut. <laughs> right, right. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I I did the math because this guy's still a huge Gators fan. He went to the University of Florida. And I was like, oh, yeah, he played for you guys in Florida. He's like, man, Captain Clutch. He's like, that guy, whenever you need a play, David Nelson comes up big. I was like, I know. <laughs> Believe me, I know. That's awesome, man. So, I mean, that's just kind of what he does. That's what he's always done. I guess it's the miracle is that he went undrafted. I, it's amazing. Shocking. After what he's done, I think, for our team and just, like, being clutch. And if you had that reputation in college playing for the best team in the country, yeah, I mean, it just kind of goes to show you, like, what are these guys drafted? Like, what's the criteria, you know, for wide receivers? Because so many wide receivers are drafted. Right. Are they placing too much emphasis, all these scouts and everything, on, like, their, are these guys' times and their... You know, and their size I mean, because he is, he is a bigger... I mean, when you see him out there, sometimes it's like, Ooh, who's that tight end? And I'm like, wait, no, he's a wide receiver. Yeah, he's kind of big and he's lumbering and he's not he's not blazing fast and he doesn't run, like, the sharpest, smoothest routes. But he does just enough to be in the right place at the right time and he always catches the ball with the exception of that play action. Yeah, yeah. Right literally yeah. Was, and it was kind of a moment of, huh, that doesn't... Yeah. Well, nice. well, if he's going to drop one, then, then that, exactly. one's, that yeah. one's okay. Yeah. And you know what? He's one good-looking young man, too. He is. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm all on board with that. Uh, he kind of looks a bit like Barack Obama, too, but uh, that's another segment for another day. So, yes, uh, satisfying win over the Redskins. 
Uh, gotta be pleased where this team is going, but uh, I think we're looking down the barrel of a shotgun here with this Jets team. I think this is a do or die situation for the Bills. Uh, we'll I believe, 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 believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the white room with black curtains near the station. So we got the, so we got the Jets coming up, uh, and like you said, like you said, <clears throat> we're looking and we're looking into that into that double barrel shotgun right now, and you don't know you know out which side this Jets team is gonna come, right? Right. Um, yeah, and yeah, there there's some worry, at least in my mind, of uh, them just being fired up. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 one of those teams that when these guys, there's they're talented, like clearly, right? It's a very talented team. Uh, so if they all get emotionally riled right. up and start to, I think, get if they if they start off quick and we get behind, I think they can build off of that, and we're going to be, you know, looking looking down the wrong side. So. I am very nervous about this game. Like I, and you know, I I've. I feel like I've said every week, we'll know after the next game. We'll know after the next game. <laughs> I think I'm done saying that. I think that if the Bills win against the Jets, we will have, quote, arrived. We will finish the first half of the season 6-2, and two, which speaks for itself. But we will have done so against uh, primarily teams with a winning record. And... I think that this Jets game will be a true test. But to your point, very talented team, team that will play with emotion. Rex Ryan knows how to get those guys fired up. They're coming off of a bye week. Uh, they're coming off two very sloppy wins, one to the Dolphins, one to the Chargers. I watched both of those games. But frankly, I just can't get a read on this team. I just can't figure out what makes them tick because they don't have that aggression on defense that they had in the last two years. Or at least they didn't show it against either the Dolphins or the Chargers. I don't know if it's a personnel thing because I haven't followed them that closely. But that's not there. As I mentioned, when they stack the line, tough to run against. When they don't, there's running room galore. So we should be very happy that this game is in Buffalo. Yep. I agree. That <laughs> the crowd is going to be riled up. Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean... It, that, that, again, that at least gives us... There's a couple voodoo scenarios. Sure. Oh, God, the we're, white uniform. We're rocking the white at home for a change. I, I don't know why. First, this first time in 25 years. Yeah, Second. Scott Norwood's going to be honored in the first quarter. I mean, I, mean I, I think what it all boils down to is what was it? Was it last year when we played the Jets, or was it two years ago? Oh, wait, whenever you say boils, I always think of you. When oh, you call God. what's his name, Boyle. Brady uh, Quinn and the boils <laughs> on his face during the draft. Oh, my God, those were like, I thought they were going to come out of the TV screen and attack me. Yes. <laughs> but that's, that's another, that's what we can go off of that. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what was it, two years ago or last year when we played... Well, both of the, the Jets. games against the Jets last year were an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> so it had to have been two years ago. I, maybe I'm making this up. And we put total pressure on Sanchez. That was two years ago. Two was, years ago. And he just... Five picks. Shat yeah. the bed. Like, completely. Just, you know. He will make mistakes. And so... As, you know, watching them play, he'll sail a couple. Um, he'll have receivers, you know, drop easy catches. 
they do they do weird stuff. They do they make bad plays and then they make tremendous plays to make up for them. That's why it, they're just they're. It's so hard to get a read on what kind of team is going to show up and what you can expect from them. Yeah, I mean, I, what we just saw um, with uh, you know watching the uh, the a little bit of the Jets game against the Chargers, they did get. I mean, they got a lot of help from their defense, right? Yeah. So um, you think of. I mean, if those things didn't happen, then. Uh, I mean, their offense is not going to carry them to victory. I, I think they it boils. I think it boils <laughs> <laughs> down to uh, the running game. I think if we can stop the running game, stop Sean Green or yeah, L- LT is, is he is a he's, he's, he had joke. one big game. He did have a big game a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, but watching him out there, he's not he's not the LT of your. Oh, I, no. I don't know what it is. I I don't know if it was. If his running style just relied on timing so much and having lost just that half second yeah. or that quarter second or whatever it is, he just he can't dominate the way he used to. Um, and Sean Green, the same thing. Yeah. Like he's up and down. He's all over the place. So I, I just don't know. I, uh, but I think if you look back at a lot of their games, and even, I mean, Rex Ryan's been very verbal about this, that they do better when their running game is on. So if we can keep their running game off... I think that definitely gives us a better chance. Mm-hmm. And I'm confident we can. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't had the issues against the running game. And, and we really haven't. The stats don't show it. But people say stats are for losers. The stats don't show it. We're giving up something like five yards per carry or something like that. But would you guys say that our running defense has struggled this year? No. No. Especially not in comparison to like last year or two years ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of it might be the fact that you know, our offense forces other teams' game plans, and, yep. may, and maybe they're getting yards and chunks because they're facing third and longs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. No, it's not It's not a liability. It's not putting us in a position where we need to, like, recover from it consistently. Um, I mean, there was a couple big runs against the Eagles that hurt, and then we kind of folded a bit at the end of the Cincinnati game. But that was in general. It was a yeah. gr- that was a ground-and-pound game, and our defense just got gassed. Um, thanks in large part to the Stevie Johnson quote drop. Um, but yeah, I agree. If, if Sanchez has to beat us, that's the best scenario for us. And I think the way we achieve that is if we can force the hand and, and put up points ourselves. But I think that's a tall order against this defense. And again, I just, I couldn't, watching those last two games against the Dolphins and the Chargers, the Dolphins moved the ball mm-hmm. on them. But in a way, very dissimilar from the way the Bills do. Reggie Bush actually was picking up yards and chunks. But I didn't see one of those teams line up five wide. So I have no idea how the Jets will respond to that, having watched only two of their games this year. So personally, I have no expertise. I'm a little bit nervous just how badly we got manhandled by them last year. Um, um, I would just love just to see, see Fitzy take it to Revis. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I just don't like him. I don't like him. He's a cocky jerk. I, play, I played high school basketball against him. Well. Yeah. He's only like two years younger than me. And he's not cool, right? He was well, like... he was... I played high school basketball against a bunch of dudes, all black dudes, mind you, who were like five... What does that mean, Lars? What does that mean? <laughs> because they were just like little guys. They weren't that big. They were like 5'10", 5'9", 5'10", but like just fast and quick as hell. Did you see him in the shower? 
No, they operate against them, Bill. I don't know. And see, in team sports, unlike tennis, um, which which is a battle of individuals, which is why nobody takes it seriously. Um, oh. <laughs> um, but no, they were all just like really fast, could like tremendous athletes, and then I would hear like, "Oh, did you hear Javon Johnson is going to Iowa?" And I'd be like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, he's going to play football at Iowa." And I'd be like, "Oh, well, yeah, I guess that guy." But I always just saw him as like this kind of small-ish guard who was just a tremendous athlete. Who, yeah, he could go up and dunk two-handed, but you know, he, he was pretty good at ball. But I'd never put two and two together that you know defensive backs just tend to be freak athletes, and yeah. that's what. That's so when I think back on it, I don't even remember Darrell Revis because he was probably just in my. He was just of that category of just super athletic dudes that weren't that big, and so never dominated in basketball, but. Put in a defensive backfield, and they've got crazy good feet and can run it and jump out like nobody's business. And lo and behold, a superstar is born. Yeah, well, let's take it to him. I don't care. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I like your attitude. I like your attitude, Cass. <laughs> so, predictions, I guess. Uh, I suppose this is. Uh, Prediction time. Prediction time. Put our money where our collective mouth is. Oh, and speaking of which, uh, donated two more dollars last week to the Ball Burglars. Find them online as well. Ballburglars.com.org. Do we know? Ball... Oh, I don't know. It's probably .org, but... Well, find them on Twitter and you'll find them that way, Ball Burglar. Um, yeah, great cause for every turnover the Bills generate. It's a dollar towards a charity if the Bills happen to score on that turnover, pick six, or fumble recover for a touchdown. Uh, it's, it's double your contribution, so I don't know, what are we in the hole now, like 10 bucks or something? 10, 12 bucks. Yeah. So. Well, no, no, no. Well, actually, no, because it's accumulative. So even though we signed up in week five or six, oh, we it's signed from up the beginning for the whole year. year yeah. So. so. We're like 16, 17, 18 bucks, something like that. Yeah, don't no, worry. I'll come knocking on your guys' doors at the end of the year. 20-ish, I think, yeah, when you count touchdowns. Um, In February, after the Super Bowl, I'll let you guys know how oh much God, we owe. Oh, God, I hope it doesn't go through the playoffs. I'm going to be paying out the nose. Um, so, yeah, predictions for this week. Uh, anybody anybody have a bold or anybody feel strongly one way or the other? You know, I feel... Calm, because as large as you would say, oh, after this game, we're going to know after this game, we know. I, for me, Washington, we kind of now know what kind of team we have. Hmm. You know, they went out. We've never played well in Toronto. Come back with a W, a, a decisive W. Um, held the shutout. It was great. The Ozark family, mother and father, are traveling to Buffalo to witness this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe last year we were all at the Jets game. Oh, when we sure. were, when oh, that we, was bad. That was, was a miserable game. Cold rain. Freezing like cold rain. degrees, windy and raining. Oh, and we, God, that was terrible. We were down 21 to nothing in the first quarter. That was so bad. <laughs> Do you remember when Arnold showed up with those? <laughs> he was like 45, 45 minutes late to the tailgate, and he's like, hey, guys, I brought brownies. Yeah. <laughs> well, what kind of brownies are those? Oh, these are pumpkin spice yeah, brownies. Yeah, they're pumpkin spice gluten-free <laughs> almond brownies. And everyone's like... Go home, Matt. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, the the Ozark clan, mother and father, are going to be at the game, and I feel positive about that. I, even though we're changing up our typical routine, watching the game and uh, hey, you're at my at my place, I still feel positive about that as well. 
And Jeff's going to order a buffalo chicken sandwich, I swear. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I still feel great about that, too. So I, I don't think it's going to be as a decisive one, but I definitely think we're going to get a win, and I'm saying 21-17. I can see Jackie smirking over there. I know the thought in her mind, does this mean I get to eat chips and salsa? And the answer <laughs> is no, absolutely not. You do not get to eat chips and salsa. No nachos. You get nothing tortilla. <laughs> so, uh, as worried as I am about this game, I almost think, for some reason, this is totally just me being like a homer, right? But I mean, that totally has. Ha I've just had this. I have sort of this this feeling. I mean, it's just come over me in the past five minutes. But I think we're gonna turn up the heat, and sh like this is going to send ripples through the national media more than it's already. But because it's the Jets, and then people are going to be talking about the imploding of the Jets because we're going to win the game, probably I would say thirty to thirteen. Hmm. That's prediction thirty thirteen. Thirty thirteen Buffalo. <sighs> By the way, has anybody ever got a prediction right? <laughs> oh, we don't really like that. Win, yeah, win loss. I think we're doing pretty good. I don't know in terms of score. Um. Geez. I again. I just don't know. I just don't know. Um. I think that uh, I think I only predicted loss once this year, and that was to the Patriots. Um, I just I can't. I can envision a bunch of scenarios where we win. Mm -hmm. I can also envision just as many scenarios where we lose. Um, well, this is hard. I mean, I mean, Lars is, is breaking down here. I mean, you're. I just I can't do the math. Like I'm just. It's like one of those things where like you you have test anxiety. And, you know, you're looking at something, you're looking at a problem that you've, you've done a million times, but the, the numbers are dancing around on the page, and nothing seems to make sense. It's when you got to go with your heart. Wait, but, but let me give you some wisdom. Some, this might clear everything up. Think about this. It's coaches versus coaches and players versus players. <laughs> Buffalo 30, New York Jets 6. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another enthralling episode of Bills and Beers. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you know how to find us. Uh, if you listen to this, you get this off iTunes. Uh, subscribe if you don't already. Leave us a rating. Again, so we can bury those schmucks over the Buffalo Bills review. Should um, we send them some schmuckers jam? No. Uh, I, you know, I shouldn't, even, I shouldn't even mention their name. They're not even worthy of the publicity they get here on our show. Uh, so we should we should no longer acknowledge their existence moving forward. But loyal Bills and Beers listeners, get onto the iTunes page, leave us a rating so we can bury those turds. Uh, three wins predicted. I think it's going to be a tough game, but boy, if we pull this out, 6-2, 2-0 in the division, uh, I think it's going to look good. I think the next four games, two against the Jets, one against the Dolphins, one against the Cowboys. Cowboys. Hear me now, believe me later, if we can make it out of this four-game stretch through the month of November with a record of 3-1, and one, we're going to the playoffs. Go Bills. Let's go Bills. Go Let's go Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna shout.